Hello, and welcome to the Gear Slum. Hello. The number one guitar podcast in the world. Mm-hmm. I'm your host, Aaron, with me as always. <laughs> How does it go? Is you having a stroke? Phil. <laughs> and Cole. Oh, you're asking about how this part goes? As if you've got yeah, everything forgot because he started differently <laughs> and now he doesn't remember how to do it. Because yeah, I was doing the guitar nerds intro. Dong and dong and dong and dong and dong. This week, <laughs> wait, rip. no, you gotta awesome. do the thing. Do the thing. You don't get to tell me how to host this, P. <laughs> yeah, shut I'm your ass and ass out of it right Phil? now. Okay, I mean, I'm doing a VG job. <laughs> <laughs> I got a VGJ going on right now. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Jimmy, very good job. Oh, oh. okay. Sounds so dirty when you say that. Yeah. So, let's talk about what everyone. Let's talk about sex. Is wondering about. Yes. Have you guys everyone, seen Detective Pikachu yet? Everyone is wondering. Um, I got an offer to watch that the other night, and then I did not go. I respectfully declined. It. Um. Oh, because you're an idiot. Because you're <laughs> stupid idiot, man. Cole, I also have not no seen Detective Pikachu, and you guys are both idiots. But I'm going to, for the sake of the podcast, I'm going to allow you to spoil it for me. <laughs> no, that would, no. No. That would be, well, I don't know. What are you talking I'm about? sure there are some, like, I probably, I would it's not. It's a brand new movie. <laughs> yeah. And it has like. It would be spoiling it for everyone. And it would be, you. like, there are things that are very spoilable <laughs> about it. Really? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah, like Pikachu <laughs> right did I accidentally spoil it you can't leave that in Aaron Pikachu <laughs> kills Han Solo is that real yes you dickhead <laughs> that's literally I had no idea yeah <laughs> you need to cut that out wait that really no that's not really the thing yes that is the actual thing <laughs> and it's not that like my son like guessed it before it happened but still that is like Aaron guessed it before he saw thing. it can't be that much of a spoiler if Aaron guessed it before even seeing it. So I certainly wouldn't have gone to see it on opening night if I didn't have kids who were very interested in it, but I enjoyed it thoroughly. I've heard that it's quite good. Really? Yeah, especially uh, for a Pokemon movie. Like I heard. Especially when you consider the fact that we talked about the trailer when it first came out. Yes, and you guys and thought, Cole, for one, didn't you say... I thought it was a joke. Yeah, you thought I was joking that I was saying Ryan Reynolds is doing the voice of Pikachu. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, what? that's not even a funny thing to make up, you know? Like, Or like, there's some is there some premise behind that joke that I don't get, you know? And then it's an actual movie that came out and it was good, which is pretty shocking. I, I would just... I feel like I would expect the Pikachu 
character to be acting like Deadpool the entire time. That's what I've see. I haven't seen any of the Deadpool or Green movies, Lantern because I mm. would rather uh, go to heaven. And so, um, well, I'd rather go to heaven than watch Deadpool. Also, <laughs> if that was the decision, and, and yet, but I've heard, I've heard movies. that's like the hard thing for a lot of people to get over is that. Mm. I mean, because Ryan Reynolds didn't really have any other like signature roles before that, did he? Uh, Green Lantern, mm-hmm. but like the ones that people actually watched. He was Van Wilder. <laughs> When we first, he was on the TV show I Two Guys, a Girl, and a Pizza Place. My wife, uh, she, Van Wilder. Oh no, but that's Van Helsing. Never mind. <laughs> that's Hugh Jackman. She that, loved Van Helsing, and and she worked at Blockbuster, so she could take movies before they were out on like for rental. Uh-huh. So she brought it to our house for the weekend, and and it, I didn't like it very much. Wait, she she. She loved Van Helsing. Well, she was just like, "Yeah, you got to watch Van Helsing. It's a good movie." And I didn't like it. Okay, I, I have still a... gave her a second chance. Though. <clears throat> I think I saw Van Helsing, and it was fine. It's just like it didn't. Yeah, it's a weird. It was kind of like that bank heist movie with uh, Kylo Ren in it, <laughs> or not bank heist, but remember that movie? Yeah. Yes. That was like, I enjoyed it, but did they know that it was kind of weird in some parts or like that it was kind of ghetto and the editing was bad and stuff? I have a, I have a noteworthy, I'm not going to say funny, but a noteworthy. Oh, also, Ryan Reynolds was on Two Guys and a Girl in a Pizza Place. I said that like five minutes ago. Sorry. With Trailer Howard. I have a Van Helsing story that is and who was the funny. other guy in that show? He was a boring guy that like nobody cares Phil about. Michelson. Turn off your camera, Phil. He's probably dead now. Really? Yikes. I don't know if he's dead, but he's boring. Just some, he never became anything. <laughs> he never. He never he's amounted dead to show business. Yes, he never amounted to anything. I don't know. Maybe he. Oh, does. I remember that guy. I like that guy. The, His that name guy that died? Richard Richard Rucolo. Rucolo. Richard Robert Rucolo was born on March twenty second, nineteen seventy two, and died. <gasps> no, just kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Felt bad. Died of show business sadness. <laughs> so his his initials are R R R, like J R R R Tolkien. George R. George R. 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 Martin. R. D. R. R. Can I tell my Van my my Van Helsing story? Yes. Yes. It'll okay. shut you up. Dude, Blink One Eighty Two did did a cameo on Two Guys a Girl in a Pizza Place. Who did? Serious? Blink One Hundred Eighty Two. Oh, all of them did. They like played a show. Oh, okay. If you go to sense. IMDb, like they it weren't shows, just like the, <laughs> it just shows Mark and Tom like without shirts singing into a microphone. <laughs> That's awesome. That's the first video trailer. Okay, so 
Um, at what later they changed the name of it to Two Guys and a Girl though. Do you remember that? I do. They dropped Pizza Place from the name. I do. And they dropped because the it was too us. Italian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they couldn't have Rucolo and Pizza Place. <laughs> <laughs> Rucolo. I wish someone had like a Van Helsing story. <laughs> I do. I do have one. Pick uh, me. Mr. Right, Abubo, can pick me, please. <laughs> Anybody have a Van Helsing story? Yes. What if they made Any, like a... Wait, else? my choice is yes no, or no. They, they need to make like an origin story movie about Van Helsing, like when he was mm. a kid, and they could call it Mini Van Helsing. <laughs> mm. That's good. That's a good idea. So, Phil, tell us what you're They need to make us. a version for good people called Van Hexing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say uh, SUV Helsing. <laughs> Okay, so when crossover crossover housing, yeah. So when, <laughs> for the modern soccer dad, yeah. Uh, um, what are those things called? The wagons crossover. Crap! What is it? Station wagon. Station, station wagon. wagon. Station wagon housing. Yeah, station wagon housing. Okay, so when I was uh, working uh, at a church down in L.A., there's a a kid in the youth group whose dad was like a legit producer for. I don't know, whatever movie studio that was. Um, and I was always talking about vampire movies. And um, of course. <laughs> so he says, everyone was by van. So he by goes, vampire Dude, movies, you just mean blade, right? <laughs> no. What and other everything. vampire movies were there. Blade. And, blade. blade and everything. Underworld. This is before Twilight. And uh, well, Underworld is Lycans. Underworld, of course. Um, There's vampires too, though. Yes. And oh, the lichens so, are the werewolves, huh? Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's right. So um, this kid, uh, Dylan Johnson, shout out to Dylan Johnson. I'm sure he does not listen. But uh, so he tells uh, he tells his dad, yeah, Phil is like super into vampire movies. You should um, you should ask him like he, he tells me, yeah, my dad's working on this uh, this vampire movie. And I'm like, are you serious? That's awesome. So I see him at church, the dad. And he goes, yeah, I'd really love to hear what you think. You should, I, you know, as like an actual fan of these movies, I, you know, we kind of went over budget, but I think I think you'll like it. Like, let me know. So I'm like, oh, cool. So I, you know, I see it opening weekend. And then the next week. <laughs> he didn't even like give you a screener or give you a free ticket or something? No, he He's actually like, yeah, did. I want, I want you to pay to do my market research for me. <laughs> he actually he actually took us to a movie um, a few months later me and a buddy of mine and his and his kid we went he, oh. but that's a different story but so so i go see it and then i come back and and he's like and i'm thinking this movie is freaking horrible <laughs> and and i and then i see him on the patio and i felt so awkward cuz he's like he's like what did you think and he looks super excited and i was like um it was it was really like there was a, a lot of like really cool st- i mean the set the set is like, I couldn't believe it. The set looks really, really elaborate. And he goes, oh, yeah, funny thing. I think it must have been Universal. He said they filmed it in some, like, weird, um, some tiny country in, like, you know, o- old Soviet bloc. Some, one of those tiny countries over there. They built, they built an actual <laughs> city, like a small little town to film the movie and and their plans were the movie is going to 
pivot into a TV show and they're going to film it at this location. Oh, that was so good. And the movie bombed so bad that they were like, we don't want to touch this. Like, and, but they had spent a freaking fortune building like a semi-permanent set in some, you know? Yeah. But, uh, yeah. What it's, a terrible idea. Yes, yes. And like, he was like, the, he said, like, everybody is like, this is going to be huge. It's going to be like, uh, this movie is going to make a ton of money. They had spent so much money on advertising. I think it had, like, I think they were doing, like, um, Super Bowl commercials oh, for that specific movie. Like, they just thought it was, were like, like, action figures and everything. They forgot to make the movie good. <laughs> exactly. They had they had like set it up for success in every way except for making it a good movie. Yeah, it's too bad Van Helsing wasn't a Marvel comic. It would have been huge, right? So then a few months later, he took us he um, he took us to see. Remember that movie? Remember how? Uh, remember the Titans? The Chronicles of Riddick. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, dude, freaking Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. So it's Vin Diesel, and it's. And they and he did the movie Pitch Black, and then they came up with this idea: we're going to do a trilogy of movies starring the character from Pitch Black. Mm-hmm. And this was the first. And again, same. This is the same producer. He's like super excited. He's like, "This is going to be huge. We're going to this. It's going to be a trilogy." And he and he invited us to go to the premiere. <laughs> Me and my buddy. Oh, so I didn't they, get to like, meet Vin Diesel you on the red carpet and stuff. Yeah, I mean, it like we didn't Phil, do the red Phil, carpet. Phil, look over here. Phil. No, there's like a red carpet on one, and then it's like all the like other people don't go on the red carpet. Like you walk in like the back or whatever. <laughs> um, but like, they hang we, a sheet up in the middle of the theater so the people so you can't see the famous people. Well, that that was what was weird is we were sitting in the theater, like it was this huge theater on the like. Um, I think it was, yeah, on the universal lot. And I didn't get to meet Vin Diesel, but he like walked by us and our, my, the producer friend of mine was like, I'll try and I'll, hopefully I can get you to meet him. But then it like, it didn't work out, but we met like a bunch of the other actors from the movie. And, um, and Vin Diesel was sitting like a few lines up and it was super weird to be in a movie theater with the people, (laughs) who made the movie. Cause like, like things would boo. happen, things would happen and people would cheer. And I was like, yeah, so gross. You're cheering because it's a little bit weird. They're sitting right over there. Like, and you want them to hear you cheer. <laughs> like that seems so strange, but I mean, I guess it makes more sense than people cheering in a movie theater in a normal movie theater. Like that always bothered like, me. Like yeah, when you clap exactly. at the end of a movie, sense. it's like, why are you clapping at the end of this movie? I mean, at least it this used time to bother me, but now I kind of love it. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah. This- there's the <laughs> there's this vine of when the Star Wars Episode Seven came out, and uh, as soon as the title flashes up on the screen, a bunch of people would take pictures, you know, just in the theater. And this guy's taking a video, <laughs> and someone's camera flashes. And this one guy just yells out, "Turn off your flash, you effing retard!" <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> jeez. I mean, sorry. Anyways. It it does annoy me when people it's like it's the same thing when people clap when a plane lands. I guess it's not the same thing, but it's equally annoying. No, that's the worst thing you can possibly do. It's like 
you're clapping because somebody didn't kill you. <laughs> yeah. We made it, everyone. And that's their job. Uh, Sorry. Okay, so who are the actors I met? I would Holy kill crap. to have Judy a picture Dench of you movie. with Vin Diesel because you are like taller. Like if, if I saw a picture of you by yourself, I wouldn't think you're as tall as you are. And with Vin Diesel, if you saw a picture of him by himself, you wouldn't think he's as short as he is. Like I That's... bet you're like a foot and a half taller than Vin Diesel. <laughs> Maybe. Um, I'd love to see it with like your arm around him, like how emasculating it would be. Cause his shoulder would be like under your arm, under my arm. armpit. Yeah. So I'm, I met Carl. Vin Diesel is six feet tall. Is he really? No, he's not. He's like so famously short. Says, I don't think that he's famously short. Okay. So I met Carl Urban. He's been in a bunch of things. He was There's in Lord no of the Rings. There's no way so he's six Keith feet Urban. tall. You're thinking of Keith Urban. I did not meet Keith Urban. <laughs> Wait, who I think Keith Urban. Who am I thinking of that's like famously short? Tom Cruise? Well, no. I mean, I, like, I don't think I would. I assume that Vin Diesel was very short. short. I don't think Vin Diesel is one of them. Dang it. He's six feet tall. That's craziness. Oh, sorry. He's taller than you. I mean, <clears throat> you don't have to be like I don't that. Know how tall you are. He's famously taller than you. <laughs> He's famously taller than me. <laughs> He's more famous, too. The real height of Vin Diesel without lifts. Without lifts? Of course without lifts. That's stupid. Oh, maybe it's because Vin has been described at a mind-bogglingly optimistic six foot four inches. <laughs> six foot four? No. He claimed he's six foot one on a radio show, but wears thick-heeled boots a lot of the time. And then they have some pictures of him wearing these ridiculous boots. So apparently he's like five foot eleven, so but still that's not. But if I saw average. a picture of a movie star You're with five with foot eleven giant... and three quarters, according to IMDb, <laughs> yeah, which is like nobody can measure themselves that accurately. If I saw somebody with giant lifts, like platform shoes, if I saw a picture of a movie star with that, I would assume that they're ridiculously short and they're wearing that to try and get to exactly. Like a That's what's height. weird is like if you are five foot eleven. Nobody's ever gonna think you're unusually short. They might. That yeah, that's nor- that's like, normal. I could see, I could see maybe wanting to be a little bit taller, but to wear lifts to when you're five eleven seems pretty strange. Yeah, I don't know. Vin you Diesel know, can do no hard, wrong as far it's as hard I'm to know. concerned. Okay, so uh, Carl Urban. You're still telling your your no. I, I I'm Van just saying. Helsing story. I I met him and it was cool. And then and he's like, he was in Lord of the Rings too, which I thought was way cooler than being in. It's called Chronicles of the Ray, Lord of the Rings: The Two Towers. Film. And yeah. I also met Mark Blucas, Blockus. Okay. Who was not in that movie, but he was dating somebody who was, and I walked up to him because I was because he was in the show Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And I was like, oh my gosh, I've got to go meet this guy. And then as I walked up to him, he was strikingly tall. He was, he's like, he's like six, I mean, he, he, it felt like he was just towering over me. And I walked up to him and then I was like, I just wanted to, (laughs) and he's like, oh, cool, man. Thanks. That's it. (laughs) So he's tall. 
End of story. I have no idea who that is. Look up his picture. I met Matthew Broderick. Mark Lucas Blockus. Matthew we'll Broderick Mark, is Mark very, Lucas very Blockus. short. I don't know who Mark Blucas Blockus is. Blucas Blockus. Do you know how to spell his name? I'm, I'll send you a thing. Sorry, Aaron, I, I want <laughs> <Yes>. you... <laughs> this is real. First, I'll give an update. Uh, Mark so Blucas. It's hype. now been two weeks. <laughs> it's been... Uh, oh, I know this guy. The Chiggity China, the Chinese chicken. And I ordered That's two. A, that that sounds like <laughs> that phrase is like, <laughs> for some reason, feels like the most racist thing you could say. <laughs> I oh, my gosh. I, I forgot. Like he was... doesn't even mean anything, but <laughs> it feels so dirty. Yeah. Somebody's going to get mad at me for not mentioning this, so I'm going to say it. Carl oh, Urban no is also Bones from the new Star Trek. You say Bones? I said Bones. That's his name. He bones in the new Star Trek? <laughs> Not the verb. Oh, okay. It's a nickname. Which what would a what would a porn parody of Star Trek be called? Bones. <laughs> well, nailed it in one. It'd be called Starfish Trek. <laughs> <laughs> Chocolate Starfish Trek. <laughs> So, so I ordered two Timmy pedals. Uh-huh. One of them I ordered from an online retailer uh-huh. with my credit card, the way that normal people do. It has not arrived, and there is no uh, hope that it will arrive anytime soon. The other one I called a guitar center in Oklahoma, gave them my credit card over the phone. Wait, tell it, us who the online retailer was. A Rouge Guitar Shop. <laughs> yeah let's put those guys on blast they're like a french yeah so and i they're ordered it Louisiana. against moulin rouge against my better judgment Moulin-Rouge. and many other people's better judgment because apparently rogue guitar shop is just i mean it's kind of ironic that they're called rogue guitar shop you like gotta listen to your better angels next time if you're gonna get into business and you plan on cutting corners and be a little being a little bit shady you should come up with a name other than Rogue for your shop, I think. Like Wholesome America Guitar Shop? Exactly. <laughs> do we need to get, we should get Fair some and Balanced Rogue guitar real quick. For those who don't know. So they, there was a company called TMG Guitars that was pretty controversial for a while because the dude was like charging a million dollars, not a million, but like thousands of dollars and then basically making like parts guitars and then ripping people off or something. And like not delivering, tales old as time. And then he also, Song as old the as owner of that, also owned Rogue Guitar Shop. <clears throat> yes, the new owner though. It's a weird. But thing. they still have a reputation currently of taking orders for pedals and then taking a long time to ship. Yes, because I think what they do is they take orders for pedals they don't have. Exactly. Often, which is what happened they know how to, to Cole. take the orders. They just don't know how to hold the orders. <laughs> they just don't have any stock. That's what happened. Uh, which, I mean, it's not. <clears throat> I feel like it's not inherently <clears throat> bad to to take someone's money 
when you're out of stock with a thing, I kind of, I, I understand saying, I know there's a lot of companies that go, oh, wait a minute, no, we, we don't have, we don't have that yet. Keep checking back. We're not taking your money yet, right? Which is like, seems well, like the more normal way to most, do it. But what, what most companies do is, it then becomes a pre-order or something is back-ordered, and they don't charge you until the thing is in stock and they ship it. So yes. like they take your order. So like that's how Guitar Center or Amazon or any large retailer is. They they take your order and then they charge you. Or like me with that Dookie pedal, which I got another voicemail about that, and it's still coming <laughs> at some point. <laughs> <But> <laughs> so, anyways. Um, but but like I know there have been times where I've like I've pre-ordered something and they they charge me. Like I the most recent book I bought on Amazon, it was it was not out yet. I it was a pre-order and they they it was like a purchase. And Yeah. So it's not like unheard of to take your money. Amazon doesn't charge you for pre-orders until it ships, Phil. So I'm going sure? to say you're lying. Yes, that's how they've always been. What about the it's times where it says it shows this is a orders. where it says this is a prime thing and you go awesome it'll be here in 2 days and you click on it and it says oh this is temporary out of stock and I'm like what the you just told me it was prime that means I'm getting it in freaking 2 days it can be prime <laughs> and out of stock yes exactly it cannot no no it cannot it can be yes exactly no <laughs> no it cannot Yes, I like, think they're not. Why am I paying for re- Prime? They're not going to reprogram the entire thing just because it's out of stock. Why am I paying for Prime? I'm paying for Prime because I want the thing in two days or less. That's why I'm paying for it. Yeah, but that doesn't mean you can just get anything. If it's yes. out of stock, it's out of stock. That's what I'm paying for, Aaron. But you're paying Phil, for everything to be in stock. You're at being all times. ridiculous. No, you are a ridiculous human. <laughs> oh, that's fine. You're getting upset about the wrong thing. Okay. Yes, but wait. Let's this get back is a to your completely story. separate issue. So, so Rouge Guitar Shop. They, uh, so it's, it's one thing, this was, this was a, a known pre-order and they say, you know, ships in one to two weeks. And didn't you ask them ahead of time anyway? Yeah. And he said, yeah, the order's coming in. Well, maybe I'll pull up the message. Yes. Read it. This is our favorite segment of the show. Diving into Facebook messenger. Guys, I did that. I pre dove (laughs) for this episode for my story coming up. I know. I that's good. I currently Aaron. have that entire thread open, so I'm excited to Aaron, I'm excited about the details. Oh, you don't have Oh, wait, what th- I don't have that thread. The email thread. Do. Oh, the email thread. <laughs> okay. So I'm very excited about I want to order details. a Timmy pedal. So this is After on the break, folks. This is on April 30th. It's now May 18th. I want to order a Timmy pedal. Do you know when they'll be available? Timmy's are supposed to be here the 1st of next week. So that would the have first been... of next week is not a thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it was April the first 30th, of next so week would be would be Sunday. Week. Sunday is been, the first. That would have been May sixth. So that would have been two weeks ago. Uh, do you already have a big list of pre-orders? And he said, "I still have some available in that order, so you will be in that order if you order one now." And then I messaged. I went ahead and ordered one. So do you think it will go out next week? That's what we were thinking. Um, then I messaged him, Hey, actually, I just found one at guitar center, uh, and called and gave him my credit card number over the phone. Like it's 1998. And he said, and I said, so yeah, I, can I just cancel my pre-order? 
which, you know, it's a pre-order. We've gone through this before with Nocturne Brain of the mm -hmm. ridiculousness of not letting somebody cancel a pre-order and then charging them but for that makes shipping even, still. Like, it makes more sense coming from like a small builder not wanting to refund it because yeah because they're they might be like buying they're parts paying based for on materials and stuff yeah yeah like that goes into the production but if you're a retailer it makes no sense yeah if you're a retailer that's getting a an order like you did not it's change already, the size yeah. of your yeah. order based on and then ollie right. said it, it like this is a total whatever the cancellation policy is what it is and it says you can't cancel but I said, can can you just can you cancel my pre-order since I found this other one? And he said, did you check our cancellation policy? <laughs> Which is like, just tell me that's your policy, you dickhead. Like, don't, you know. Yes, and, I did uh, check it, and um, yeah, it says I you can give it, me my money back. Go ahead. Have you I'm ready. I'm waiting. Your butt. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> yes, yeah, it looks good. And uh, and then I said, but there's no logical reason why you wouldn't be able to cancel it. Maybe so, but those are the policies. <laughs> which is like okay so at least you admit that your policy is stupid i and can't I, change the rules that i created so then i messaged him yesterday any news on the timmy that you said it was supposed to ship two weeks ago hey i talked with paul cochran last friday i highly doubt that he had a he had a, had a delay with the supplier maybe his supplier's wife was pregnant who knows i hate when people say had had yeah that is not like yeah. He had had a delay and now he no longer had had a delay. Yeah, exactly. He used to had a delay. And uh so saying. he was behind schedule. The supplier of his pedal housings, blah blah blah. He's shipping Anyways. So this guy's a dillweed. Rug guitar shop. They can suck a fat one. And they're canceled. That's all I have to say about that. But the beauty of it is once you hit apparently PayPal's policy is that a pre order if something is assumed to be a pre-order and they actually take your money, then it has to ship within 20 days. Mm, so I'm mm -hmm. almost to that point. So I'm just not even going to tell them and I'm just going to start a claim with PayPal just to piss them off because I don't like them. <clears throat> and maybe that's petty. And then, and, I, and then they'll message you and be like, dude, did you start a thing with PayPal? And you should say, oh, did you read the policy? Yeah. Have you checked, <laughs> did have you you checked, checked my policy? cancellation policy? <laughs> <laughs> So. I really hope that happens. He won't write you. <laughs> I'd love it if he did. I mean, because I it would be part awesome, of it but is, he won't. I have I mean, no idea how big they are. Like maybe he replies to a thousand people a day. Maybe he replies to two people a day. In which case, he might remember me. I kind of doubt he would, but yeah, that would be funny. But even if it's two people a day, he's not going to write you when you put in. Like, here's the thing: the the reason. Yeah. This is how they do business, clearly, and so he gets people doing paypal claims all the freaking yeah, time like there's no there's no way i'm gonna be the first one and he'll be like, right it's I'm not novel that this is happening to me yeah it's not novel for him it's like he's totally used to you know i'm i'm assuming i i don't want to i hesitate to use the phrase stringing people along but i'm going to use the phrase stringing people along um wait why do you hesitate to use that phrase because i don't i don't know if I think sometimes people consciously do that mm. and then sometimes people like are so up their own butts that they don't even realize that yeah yeah that they're like that bad at business, you know what I mean? Mm. Um cuz it's it's super uncool to, to Right, it's terrible either way but it may not actually be like 
malicious. So. Yes, that's what I mean. Yeah, I see what you're saying. And and I and so like I feel like stringing people along implies. Well, and even this, even this is like borderline. Like it's not like, like I don't I don't love the right. guy's attitude, and I think their policy is dumb, and it's not based in logic. But it's not, not like, like ripping you off. Yeah, it's not like they took my money and they have no intention of shipping me a pedal. I think they have every intention of shipping me a pedal as soon as it comes, you know. Also, can we the two the change in what he said to you the first time and the second time is how likely I don't want to say he's lying, but like it seems weird that they have a reputation for this. And that it would be like and conveniently, oh, like, you know what I mean? Right. Like one of them seems like it's not, it, it has to be the less than truthful. The fact that they have truthful. a reputation makes the possibility of it being a coincidence less likely. Exactly. That's, yeah. yes. Like that was I, less likely. I, I ordered this pedal from them against my better judgment. And, and so it, when stuff like this happens, it makes it seem like, oh yeah, of course they're being shysters. I knew that. Yeah, but I'm talking specifically about the first time when you 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 were like i should not order from them but i really want them and tell tell everybody remind everybody why you went with them in the first place uh well it was because just because of the color you wanted the black yeah, one because you wanted the right? yeah. color i mean and once you, you go black you know the rest <laughs> you saw the black one and you're like i have to have it and so the you, green, well, and I didn't even like, I would much rather have that orange one that that dude bought, but like of the available, cause yeah. some of the shops, like the shop that sells the green one, the surf green one, they don't take pre-orders. They just, you have to just keep checking back for one. Yeah. Surprise. Stock. We got them. Right. And I haven't seen them in stock for a long time. And, and even the other shop that regularly sells them is another one that for some reason I think is. Now I have to go look them up. But in my mind, they were another shop that was like, eh, I'm not sure about ordering from these guys. So you who, were... Who carries it, the Surf Green one? Do you know? The Surf Green one is from Humbucker Music. Hmm. And I ordered... Like, I bought one of those a few years ago, and it was just in stock, and I just bought it. Hmm. Another one is from a company called The Guitar Sanctuary, and their website looks like it was you know, the result of a high school HTML class. <laughs> like it's just terrible. The guitar sanctuary is like, and a, there's one is there's is red with black type on it, but the red is like this dumb, like tomatoey red kind of like, oh yeah, I've seen I don't that know. one and I hate it. Yeah. Guitar X has like a blue sparkle one. Yeah. And there's one on for sale on reverb, right which I kind of also don't like. But the but this one yeah it's black with gold uh, text on it and so it's it's a cool look it's kind of a martially look or whatever the yeah. one they show on humbucker the surf green one now has blue writing on it like dark blue oh, which actually would have been really cool the one that I had was surf green with white text on it and so it kind of uh -huh. it just Ex looked like a surf green blank pedal basically explain explain to me. Explain it again. You said the he said yes. You will get the next batch that's coming next week. Yes, I which seems I don't, like the, the pre order if you think is not a batch full. Is coming less than a week from now, then that's strange. That 
that then they delay based on the enclosures. And I guess the enclosures would come late in the game, but it still it seems weird that like if they think you're less than a week away from getting a shipment of 50 petals, then they would know already if they don't have the enclosures in time, you know. Yes, that's what I'm saying. I that's what feels weird to me is like And I'm assuming it's an order of 50 because then he came back and said uh what did he say? So you're He's shipping me the first 25 this week and the next 25, which your pedal is a part of, next week. So I'm guessing the order was an order of 50, and that's when he said there's still some left in there. Mm. If he was saying if that original order he was talking about was an order of 25, then that would be additionally shady because he told me I was a part of that first order. Old but I think it, I'm guessing it was an order of 50. Yeah, I don't know. It just seems... don't really know at this point. Oh, the surf green with the blue looks kind of cool, actually. Yeah, I like it. It's much better than the surf green. In with my the mind, white. it sounded like it was going to be terrible. No, I, yeah, I like it actually. So, anyways, I just black... really don't like the way that sounds. It just seems surf green with blue. No, no, not that. Oh, <laughs> oh. oh. the two the whole different situation. The two different comments. Yeah, they just it, together. And and how far apart are they? Did you ask him for more details? A week. <laughs> I said, sir, have you given me all the detail that is necessary <laughs> okay. for us Get, to comment on this story? What are the dates of the two of his two replies? The first reply was April thirtieth. Okay. Saying we have an order coming next week. Yes. Uh, he didn't say how big the order was, but he said that uh, Timmy's are supposed to be here the first of next week. He also have... technically didn't say your pedal would be on that order. <laughs> he did. He did. We have he an said... order. An order. I... It could be anyone's we order. We have an order, and if you order now, you can be a part of that no, order. No, he said, oh, part I, still have order. Some, I still have some available in that order. And I okay. said, I went ahead and ordered one, so do you think it will go out next week? Yes, that's what we're thinking. Okay, and then... He said, I can't promise to have any available next week because I said, okay, I'll check back with you. And so that's when he's like, oh, I can't promise. I'm pre-selling all of these. Okay. That's April 30th. And then when you said, hey, what's the news? Yeah. So all I said was any news on the Timmy. I haven't sent anything since then. And he said, I talked to Paul Cochran last Friday. Okay. When was that comment? I talked to Paul Cochran. Yesterday. That was okay. May 17th. Hmm. So that's two and a half weeks after. And, yeah, he had had a delay with, he had had, what had happened was he had a delay with the supplier's pedal housings. He's behind schedule. It, part of it, like it's, it's very Caturba-y, you know. But it is also very likely or very possible that they ordered, that was the date that they had from Paul. Totally. Like there's no, like. And then they didn't hear anything about the delay until that date. No part of this is obviously like shady. The yeah, the part it's more like just the like thing that obnoxious. is very obviously annoying is when I ask to cancel a pre order, which is a totally valid <laughs> thing, and he says instead of saying, Oh, I'm sorry, we don't actually accept Yeah, sorry we said, don't cancel we can't cancel pre orders. Yeah, like I know that's just our policy, blah blah blah. And yeah. instead he just says, Did you check our cancellation policy? <laughs> cancellation with one L, which I think it has too. And uh which the only thing I could think is like if they have different 
cancellation policies for different items like no they don't that's just like that's what i'm saying but that's like the only reason why that would be a reasonable response but then you would he would just check it too not like exactly like he would not want to send me a message saying check the cancellation policy and then the cancellation policy (laughs) says you can cancel it you know (laughs) you're like yeah i'm looking at it right now yeah that's what i should have that's what I should have replied. It'd be like, oh, yeah, I just checked it and it said that I can cancel. And he'd be like, ah, dang it. He caught me. <laughs> Rats. He used my own tricks against me. He so, those words right So, now. yeah, that's why, like, none of, none of that is obviously shady in any way. It's annoying. But just the fact that I was expecting to have a less than ideal experience and... I disagree like on a fundamental level with not being able to cancel that pre-order because realistically it's just, well, I don't want to give you your money back. There's no, there's no logical reason why I shouldn't be able to cancel. Yeah. Cause they don't even have the pedals yet. Especially when you're just going to return it. Oh, but they don't let you return like, anything. You just get store credit. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, why wouldn't they just do that then? That's what they should just do automatically. Say, oh, we can't give you a refund, but we can just transfer it to store credit. Yeah, they offered that. I don't want store credit. They're a crappy store. I'm just saying, like, that's... You didn't say that. You left the details out. (laughs) But that's irrelevant. That's like when they give you... Like, if somebody... You know, if the flight attendant on this airline, uh, you know beats you up and drags you off a plane and then they're like oh we'll give you more credit so you can keep flying on our planes that you never want to fly on again because you have ptsd well i mean not really because they hadn't (laughs) done anything wrong at that point well they had in in being a dick about the cancellation policy but yeah like they hadn't but i'm saying like instead of they still haven't done anything wrong at this point instead of saying the thing that he said he should have said when you said hey can i cancel it he should have said Oh, sorry, we don't do cancellations, but I can just transfer it to store credit for you. Like that's our that's what we do. See yeah, what I'm saying exactly. But now it's like now I don't want store credit because your store sucks. Yeah, <laughs> and like I already like part of it is the only reason I'm buying this from you is because I want a Timmy pedal, and they're hard to get. Like I don't want to get some freaking boss DS one from you. Cause if I was going to do that, I'd just go to Sweetwater or something. Dude, you know? you know what you could get though? What? Something else. An EHX switchblade pro. No, the Jackson audio bloom. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly should get the switchblade pro if they have them in stock. Oh dude, you should. Do they carry EHX? I don't know. I feel like I feel like they try really hard to be like the most boutique of boutique. But then I think they also do carry boss and stuff. They do have the Switchblade Plus. Is that what it is? No. Or is it Pro? Switchblade Pro. Maybe it's not out yet. Huh. Yeah, it's out at a bunch of other. They'll probably get it. They probably can't give it to you for like a few few years. A few few years. Years. Okay, so that so I mean the upshot of that story is that like eh, it's mildly annoying, but they haven't really done anything wrong other than be annoying. Right. So now let's get to a story that is more than mildly annoying. Way more hosting this. Tell us a tale, Aaron. What's that? Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to H over your P. Before we get into that, I should say that this podcast is sponsored by 
Sinusoid. Parodi Couture. They just released the new Neapolitan. Techflex. Just like yellow, pink, and black or something. It's really weird. Buy it. (laughs) Someone was asking the other day, like, um, what patch cables they should get in one of the groups. And I was like, oh, well, you can get this or this or this or this all from Sinusoid. So if you need patch cables, hit them up because you can get a wireless, not wireless, solderless kit. Make your own (laughs) solderless patch cables. You can get um, the slivers, which are the smallest profile. Waffles. Phil, come on. I'll wait. (laughs) I'll wait. Are you done? Done with what? I don't know. Whatever that was. No, I can. I can wait. I'll wait. I'll wait. You can get a solderless kit. You can get the slivers, which are the smallest <laughs> profile. Would you like to share with the rest of the class? On the market. You can also get the pancake plugs with silver or black caps. That's pretty much it. Or you can get like regular like G&H connectors on your patch cables if you want, which all serve their or own purposes. Or you could. You could just you could just get like nitric patch cables. Like I was thinking like the biggest straight straight plugs on them. It's like well, they a three have, inch. They have nitric right angles, but but they're no, like I know, but imagine the bulkiest connector. I'm gonna get like man. a six inch six inch patch cable with just straight straight <laughs> nitric connectors on the ends. Oh man. That makes me want to set up a board like that and just have like four pedals on my big mega board, you know. <laughs> but definitely check out, check them out if you need any patch cables for your Squatch board. Squatch, dude, I really squ- like squ- the squ- solderless squatch. cables. I don't want, I you like, I don't want to like them. I know I've talked about this. What color do you have? All colors of the solderless. Yeah, I just got like. I too I love the solderless, and I have gear slum color. red, and I love them. Yeah, I have like a whole a big spool of gear slum red that I bought, but but then I also have like some light. They blue. just sent you like a foot of different colors each. Yeah, I have the orange, and I really like the orange. Yeah, the orange is nice too. I also so. have some orange slivers. I like orange because no one else has orange cables in the world. No one. <laughs> Phil, should I tell I'm him? The only one. Should I tell him that I have some? No, I'm don't the do only that. one. Don't I'm the chosen one, Mister Anderson. My name is Neo. What's Aaron doing? <laughs> Dude, what if they it's did Matrix. a crossover and, like, he said, "My name is Neo Montoya." <laughs> That's that would be good. <laughs> You uh, killed if I my... talked about if I talked about how I want them to make a movie called The Dot Matrix, <laughs> no, where you're stuck in a you're stuck in an old dot matrix printer, and <laughs> there's like a good joke too, and you have like this secretary named Dot, and she's like this really sassy, you know. <laughs> hey, you stole 80s, that. Eighties secretary. You stole that from someone. What is that from? Oh no! Well, have you secretary you... named Dottie in Ghostbusters? Right? Is that her name? 
There's um. Have you seen that um, Ghostbusters? What do you dude, want? This video of the stand-up guy <laughs> who's doing like a bit about the naming or the postal codes for states, like how they came up with the abbreviations. Have you seen that? No. Uh, uh, I've heard. Yeah, just the part where it's like, okay, let's start out. Alabama, A L. Yeah, boom, and in done. the middle of that, he says something about the Alaska. secretary, and he says something similar to what you said, but it's probably not the same. It just reminded me of that. You know, um, it's hard to. <laughs> hard to say who do you think i am dane cook or whoever that other chick is yeah what's her name phil loves her Dude, hmm? phil won't shut up about you like her. her the girl that steals jokes the what's her name amy schumer amy schumer yeah she steals jokes only like all of them only like all of her jokes are stolen. there's like a bunch of videos of like exact copies of other people's jokes oh no even like on her show like she like direct rip skits yeah. skits from like mad tv and stuff whoa really <laughs> yeah and she's she claims like oh i didn't know like i have writers and it's like well yeah <laughs> sucks like, to well. Be you. <laughs> yeah and she's got jokes from like patrice o'neill that she's like they give direct side by side and john mulaney too pretty damning i want to see these pretty videos dang. it's pretty dang sure you do i want the receipts you love joke theft it's pretty darn the receipts are out there just Google Amy Schumer. Like, literally, if you Google Amy Schumer, that's, like, the top thing that comes up. I mean, based on your internet history, it might be, like, Amy Schumer nudes or something. But. <laughs> <laughs> Amy Schumer pregnant nudes. <laughs> <laughs> Very first. <laughs> Ooh. The first thing that came up with mine is Amy Schumer baby name. Yeah, the first reason. one that came up with mine is how many kids does Amy Schumer have? So The first one that came up for mine is Amy Schumer credits doula for helping during difficult pregnancy. <laughs> hmm. This is weird. So if you first one, one that came Google... up on mine is Amy Schumer pooping. What is that all about? <laughs> Listen to this and tell me if this sounds weird to you. It's one of the Google search it says who is Amy Schumer pregnant with? <laughs> A baby. I mean, isn't that weird? Who is yes. she pregnant with? Like an just unnamed, her, just an unnamed her baby. On her own. Uh, so okay. One well, is, actually, what she's pregnant with is just a, a a collection of tissue that has no spirit or uh, physical form of any significance. Is Chuck Schumer related to Amy Schumer? That's yeah. They both steal from the American people. Boom. Yikes. I don't know who Chuck Schumer has done that too, but he's a politician, so I'm sure it's happened. Okay, check this out. Last Christmas time, December of my heart. Very next um, day. You took it away. Gave it away. Phil. Idiot. What? It's not took it, it away. It's gave it away. Gave it away. Doesn't oh, even make sense. I already gave it to you. Why would you have to take it away? <laughs> Why would you be like sad about that? Yeah. I gave you my heart and you took it. And <laughs> I I'm can't really remember. Sad about Somebody that. was talking about that song and they were like, "What does that even mean?" And they gave it away, like you gave it to someone else, and now I have to be in love with someone else. I didn't even get to choose. <laughs> yeah, yeah, mine makes more sense, sense actually. It, no, this it should say year threw it away. Save me from tears. I give it to someone special. One spitting and twice shy. Okay, Aaron, you wanted to say something? I did. Last Christmas. <laughs> I gave you my heart. I gave you my heart. 
she gave me a pen. Yes. Now, last Christmas, so like last, the, it was like right after Christmas, like December 26th, I would say. Um, so Sean Wright, who is a owner of Lollygagger Effects, posted a link Friend to of a the Facebook show. Marketplace listing for a JHS. That's my British pronunciation. JHS. 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 Um, <laughs> Panther Cub Delay version one. Delay. Which That's actually turned out to have British been modded Jamaican to the version 1.5. JHS Delay. JHS Delay. JHS Delay. So I messaged the guy who was in like Michigan and I was like, hey, would you ship this? And then. He's like the guy Sean. Get it listed for like one twenty. No, the guy who was listing it was. Oh, okay. That Sean shared. Sean shared. Sean shared. So I I messaged him and I was like, hey, I'm interested in buying this. Here's what I can offer. So I offered him ninety dollars for it. And he's like, well, like Jerk if move. you pay me ten dollars shipping, then I'll do it for a hundred straight. So I was like, cool, that's a good deal. So I did. I bought this pedal from this guy, December twenty seventh. I'm pretty sure it was the 27th because the 27th I messaged Sean and I said, hey, I just offered that guy $90 and he accepted it, which is not actually true. I mean, it is true, but he charged me $10 shipping. So I bought it for $100. And then Sean is like, why are you messaging me? 27th because he was like interested. He's like, hey, you might be interested. He's like, unless you're buying my pedal, I don't give a crap. But he's the one that shared the post. I know. Like, so that someone could buy it. I'm just riffing here, Aaron. You don't have to shut me down like that. Which he does often, actually. Fairly often, which is one of the things that I like that he does. Um, <laughs> if he, if he finds like a good deal. A <laughs> that, like, implies that there are things he does that you don't like. <laughs> no, that's not what I meant. But It's like one like, of the things he does I like that, that I he, like. When he finds a good deal that he's not, like, interested in himself, he'll just, like, post it and say, hey, someone should buy this. Yeah, that's, like, a very um, altruistic thing to do. Especially yeah, when, like, doesn't help him at all. Many of us look at gear as like, "Ooh, if that's a good deal, I'm gonna flip that shiz," you know? Yeah, yeah. Which is what I did. Exactly. And I was like, "I'll buy it, and if I don't like it, I'll sell." Well, actually, I had had one before, and the one that I had before, I think I paid two hundred twenty dollars for it, like a year earlier. So, but with the good. advent of the V two, like that's a yeah. that's a good deal, but it's not like you're ripping the guy off or anything. No, no, no. Yeah, I didn't feel bad about it, and I don't think he felt he wasn't getting ripped off. Yeah. So I got the pedal. I played with it for a little while. I was like, "Cool, it's good. I like it." Um, I had it for like three days. I should say the dude shipped it out really well, really fast. I got it. Cardboard ribbons. Um. So the dude, I let my friend borrow it after I had it for like a week. Um, I get it back from him and it's like rattling. I was like, that's weird. And so, and you hadn't noticed the rattle before. No, the rattle was new. Okay. So I get it back from him and it's like, it has a little rattle sound inside. So like, that's weird. Something's happening. So I opened it up and there's a little, like, um, like a tiny little nut mm. Mm. floating around in there. And I was like, where did that come from? So I plug it in to see if it works. And it doesn't work. It's doing like this weird, um, like the lights are just kind of flashing and there's no signal passing. So it'll like pass signal when it's bypassed. But then when it's engaged, it just like 
goes like, it's really weird. So it was an emergency. That's that's emergency mode. January 19th, 2019, which is like a couple weeks, like three weeks after I got this pedal. I emailed um, JHS customer service because they have a lifetime transferable warranty for their pedals. Right. So if you, no matter who owns it, you get it. I like how you're preemptively covering your butt before yeah. somebody tries. Oh, well, you're entitled to that. Yeah, I wasn't like pretending. You don't have the original receipt of purchase. So I said, I have a Panther Cup V1 that isn't working. Looks like one of the internal bolts has come loose and parts that shouldn't be touching are touching. I'd like to send That's it to my you favorite line to get it back email. up and running. Parts that shouldn't be touching Thanks. are touching. That's like <laughs> so. That's like something you apparently like through a little bit of research. It seems like this is like a common issue with these v1 pedals where this like um because there's like four three or four different circuit boards in there and they're all using like surface mount stuff so they're pretty close together um so they're separated by like these little support bolts uh well they're using like the nuts as basically as washers or like spacers yeah yeah and so that they come loose and then they they touch and it grounds out so he's like okay cool so he sent me a thing and I sent it back to him. He said all subject, whatever. He gave me the thing, and he they he replied two were days later. Fix it for free, January twenty first, which blah, is blah. fair because I sent yeah, the yeah, original email totally. on a Saturday too. So he emailed me that Monday, and he said, "Yeah, um, here's the things. It's fill out the thing and send it in. And if it's under the warranty, we'll do it for free. Otherwise, it's like twenty five bucks." So I was like, "Okay." Also, this is crazy no. The twenty five bucks is for like international i think oh no, no wait. it says here okay repairs yeah, yeah, yeah. if it's not covered then it's between 25 and 45 yeah for if it international like, there's 25 dollars because you like stomped on it too hard or like some like if it was obvious negligence i'm assuming yeah yeah right so if it's lifetime for us it's one year warranty for international people and then he said, you didn't loan this pedal to anyone, did you? <laughs> Rudy, if you're listening, it all started with you. <laughs> Rudy, Rudy. Rodrigo. Rudy, oh. Rodrigo, Rudy. Rudy, Rodrigo, um, so Rudy, Rodrigo, Rodrigo Rudiger. you're canceled. Rudy, Rodrigo, Rudiger. <laughs> We're putting you on blast. Um, so... <laughs> Yeah, he's a sex offender too, so he's canceled. So I sent it in. <laughs> Whoa. They sent it back to me, right? Pretty right. pretty quickly. I think it took like maybe like, I would say like two weeks total. Yeah, that first to time like, it was very quick. We were like, oh, that's send, cool. To send it to them, they fixed it. They sent or it like back to me. Or like we just didn't think much of it because. Yeah, it wasn't like a normal thing. So it was like yeah. two weeks, but I didn't like look at it right away. So it sat in a box because I was like, February is a crazy month for me. Or January. Got Valentine's was a crazy month Day. For me. Yeah, I had a lot going Groundhog on. Groundhog Day. I was gone like maybe. every weekend for work. Pretty anyway. Groundhog Day. So Your I finally birthday. plug it in. And as soon as I plug it in, I'm like, something is wrong here. <laughs> I think I sent you guys a video too. Yeah. Basically, what happens is when you plug it in, like the bypass, the LED is just always on. And no matter what you do to press the button, like no matter how many times you press the button, it just like stays on, and that's it. It doesn't do anything. And it doesn't had, work at all. Did you give this pedal to Rodrigo before you? 
plug no, it in. No, this is like I took it out of the box and plugged it in, and that's what happened. But so how I emailed did you them plug again. It in? Is this? <laughs> have plugged you plugged a, in I plugged pedals a cable before? from my guitar to the input? Another you know cable the from the, right. the output to my amplifier. That's good. That's how you should do it. And I used a um, a one spot to power the pedal. That's center negative, right? Yes. Okay. I got mm. it. And then I also, it after checks that, out, I was like, Phil. oh, maybe it's like the power supply is weird. So I also tried it on its own with a Voodoo Labs ISO 5. So no other pedals getting power does the same thing. Okay. And we'd like to stay, I can be a character witness in this. This is not the first guitar pedal that you've owned or operated. Mm. That is good to point out. So there could be some assumption that you at least know how to plug in a pedal and use it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I emailed him again. I was like, hey, let's do this weird thing. Um, And it's broken in a different way now. Yes. It's doing something different. Very different way. It's like, do you have any ideas? And he is like, Aaron, can I get some specifics (laughs) on the power supply? I have a lot of ideas. This idea about how you're running everything. And I was like, yes, I'm running it like a normal person would run it. Like, that knows what they're doing. <laughs> so I said, sure. I tried it with a one spot in the Voodoo Labs. The pedal does the same thing with either one. So he says, okay, we'll get it back here and I'll have the shipping department mail you a label. So they sent me a FedEx label to send it in for free. So I'm like, cool. At this point, we're at February 28th. I'm only laughing because I know where this is going. Because <laughs> again, 20th, everything I up said- until this point, like he did ask you, can you can I get a few specifics on the power and how you're running? Yeah. It? Yeah. But then in that same email, he says, sorry for the issue, but we'll get it figured out for you right away. So like, right, right. He's being supportive. Yes. He's very, at this point, I'm like pretty happy. John, John Pennington doing the bang up job. <laughs> I wonder if he's related to Paul Pennington. Mm. Of yeah. They both fame. rip off the American people. The triple um. flip and flipper fan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I should say. <laughs> So I said, thanks, John. And then that was February 28th. So I got the pedal back. Um, well, I should say I, it took me like a week or so to ship it out because I was just like kind of annoyed at this point. It wasn't a high priority list. Wait, I, wait, 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 wait. Like for You're FedEx, saying... you have to like find the FedEx shipping location, you know? I know. We've heard how hard it is for you to ship things before, I think. <laughs> That's been well documented. I'm just giving you all the details here, okay. people. Okay. I'm holding nothing back. So... I send it, I get the pedal back, and it works again. I'm like, cool, it works. Um, so I'm I'm like, I don't I kind of am over this pedal, I'm gonna list it for sale. Yeah. At this like point it, my amp had also broken, so I was like, I need it some. It represents money negativity for you at this point. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm gonna like just bow out of this whole thing. Meanwhile, my friend, my local buddy who lends Rudy. me his um his bad cat victor my bad cat friend victor he goes <laughs> he goes hey you're selling the panther cub and i was like yeah and he's like you mind if i borrow it for a little while and you're like wait so a like, second. sure so i let him borrow it different friend mind you did you ask Good. him about internal nuts <laughs> did you say what's your procedure with internal nuts victor so I I lent him I let him borrow it for like a couple of weeks and then I'm like oh I'm playing this show, like can I get the pedal back to play the show? He's like sure cool I'll bring it by your house. So he does, I get it, <laughs> I plug it in, 
and it's doing the same weird thing again. It's like not working again in the same way that it the was same the same exact time. way. Yes. I'm like, what the F, dude? So I'm like annoyed. Um, and um, what was I? Oh, yeah. So basically he said in the repair thing, it said that they like replaced all the switches and replaced the power jack. Which I'm like, that's weird. Why would you do that? Yeah, like there's no... I mean, they basically showed no evidence that they had actually found what the issue was. It was just like, yeah. we'll just replace these things and that's hopefully that'll fix it. Yeah, exactly. So it's broken twice now? This is the third time, if you count the this first time. This is the third time. time. Yeah, so it was broken. I sent it in. They it's sent it It's been broken twice in the it same way. It was immediately broken the second way, the second time. It didn't work at all. Yeah. Then I got it fixed. Then I let it lent it out again. Then it broke again. Um, so I assume it's the same issue that, like, things are coming loose because they're just loose in there, like, you know? Um, so I, like a what hot I dog assume is, a, like, never mind. it works fine, <laughs> but then, like, if it's jostled around in your car for a while, like, things just shake loose. Yeah, it's um, the plum pudding model of the of the molecule. Yeah, so I emailed him again, April twenty sixth. I said, "Hey, man, this is crazy, but the pedal's doing the same thing again." Um, I explained it again; it just makes a buzzing sound. And I said, "I'd be down to send it in for repair again, but if it's just going to do the same thing over and over again, is it possible to switch it out for a functioning unit?" Thanks. Uh, just do the same thing. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I'm following. At along this point. I want to make sure you're not leaving again. out the details. He says, Aaron, sorry for the issue. I don't know what the <laughs> issue could be, as our testing is pretty rigorous. Apparently, their testing doesn't include, like, shaking it. <laughs> yeah, like, freaking, <laughs> you should ask, like, can, I, can we fly Victor up to your manufacturing facilities? Because apparently, and Victor and Rudy. <laughs> the testing process of my friends borrowing the pedal is yeah, exactly. more rigorous than whatever you're doing. So he said, it's pretty rigorous. Would you be in favor of swapping it out for a V2 Cub? I can get one in the mail tomorrow, April 29th. April 29th, people. I can get one in the mail tomorrow. Let me know. Thanks. I emailed him back six minutes later and said, that would be great. I really appreciate it. May 1st, which is Two how days many later. days after the 29th? Two. So it's a Wednesday. So September. Monday. Okay. Monday, so Monday yeah. the 29th, he so says, on we'll Wednesday, he emailed me back again, and he said, hey, we can ship out the new one and include a label in the box for the old one. So, so he's pulling an Aaron. Monday, like, he says, I can ship it tomorrow. On Wednesday, he says, I'll ship it out. I mean, I feel like that's just karma. Like, that's just the universe. That's fine. Giving you some karma. But that's, that's keep fine. in mind, so so at every at every point along the way, up until this point the customer service aspect has been pretty good. good. Yeah. The like you ask them the so fact much. that you keep getting this pedal that's broken <laughs> is not good, Yeah, but they seem to be shipping it back to you quickly and responding quickly and all that. Yes. So he says, we'll ship it out. So that's May 1st on May 9th. I emailed John back and said, Hey John, just curious if you had tracking info for the pedal you sent out. I haven't seen anything yet. Yeah, which is like the very passive-aggressive way of saying, like, you didn't ship my pedal yet, you dummy. <laughs> ship it now, you idiot. So that's eight days later. You idiot so, dummy. <laughs> I hear nothing back. They don't mm. email me. 
instead, what I get is <laughs> a separate email that like is a, a tracking update <laughs> from FedEx directly like from an FedEx. Automatically generated. This is, the best. This is it. Yeah. Here's your shipping label. So I should say that this is I'm using the Gear Slum email this whole time. So Cole's like, "Hey, your pedal shipped <laughs> this out." Is the best part. Finally, audience, get ready. This is the button on this joke. It. And I'm like, "Oh, cool." So I look at it. And I'm looking at it, and I look at the address. <laughs> I think the I two actually address, didn't. I notice says, it first. No, I did. If you did, you didn't say anything. Bull crap. So I notice, <laughs> and I'm like, my name is not Aaron. Aaron, this other name that's not Abubo, uh, Aaron Hubbard. I'll say that's his name, and I don't live in <laughs> blank city, blank state. <laughs> this is not my address I'm it was like, like phoenix arizona me. or something like that <laughs> i mean it's just not no it's in california. california it's in california but it's a different city in california uh-huh. so i was like out the door so i just responded to that email and i said hey like um that's not my <laughs> fyi that is not my name or address <laughs> which was a dumb thing to do because that's just a generated email so it went to nobody uh, oh but, you uh, <laughs> this is where yeah, i swooped I in so so cole stepped in and sent them like an actual email because you were in the like i could tell you weren't responding to messages so i was like yeah. oh before this gets too <laughs> twisted i'll just send them an email saying hey that's not me this is my actual so you address. sent a screen grab and you said i got the shipping confirmation but that's not my name or address and then you sent my address is blank yeah yeah you didn't say blank you said the address cole I you're a good friend blank. That's the way to do it. So I at this my, point, I someone new battles. comes in. Yeah. I'm no longer getting emails from from John. I'm now getting emails from Zach. And actually, yeah, nobody has heard from John Pennington since then. So I think Josh Scott had him murdered. He, yeah, he may be dead. <laughs> he did. So so Zach Sims, Zach Sims says, we're very sorry for the mix up here. We'll figure out what happened to get it taken care of. I'll let you know something today. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I don't want to. I don't want to jump backwards too much. But I sent a picture. So we'd been talking about this in our message thread for a while. And when they finally ship, when they finally said the like created the label, I said, "Hey, JHS finally made a shipping label. So if they're anything like Aaron, they'll send it out on Wednesday. That was on a Monday. So just taking Hilarious. a little jab at Aaron. And then Aaron Hilarious. replies, "Look at the address on the label, imbeciles." <laughs> Okay, sorry. So, so I just replied back, thanks. Um, thanks. And so that was it. Um, <laughs> so eventually he said, oh, then, so then on the next day he says, hey, so there was a mix up with your email and another guy here. We are sending your replacement Panther Cub and label today. And he gave me tracking and that was on May 15th. Um, does Aaron Hubbard meanwhile before I got the pedal I got a a delivery confirmation yeah from the original tracking number so I sent a screenshot to the thing saying hey Aaron good news Aaron (laughs) Hubbard got his panther cub today (laughs) but I want I was thinking like it's it's likely that there probably was a shipment that like he was probably getting something else and they probably just I don't think so because his name is Aaron. I think they have a customer list and they yes. just clicked on the wrong. Yeah, that's probably you're probably right. So, this so I think Aaron it. Hubbard 
free Panther Cub. And because like the email was California. the email was going to us, Hawthorne, California. Like I like to think that he had no knowledge. <laughs> yeah, he just randomly showed up. <laughs> yeah, this Panther Cub. Wow, up. thanks, JHS. <laughs> So there's another guy posting about JHS like, man, How these guys are the are. best. I bought one pedal from him like two years ago, and they just <laughs> sent me a free pedal out of nowhere. They're the best. Praise the Lord. Do you think? I want to know I the story blessed, on that one. I was one. blessed with this pedal. I know. So the, somebody, the, the V2 actually showed up yesterday, um, and I got it. And I got to say... Uh-oh. I'm not sure what the heck JHS is doing with their like version upgrades because similar to the the kilt, was it? The V2 is like way crappier than the V1. Yeah. <laughs> In terms of features. <laughs> yeah, so the kilt, if if everyone remembers, had this great clean boost on it in addition to the uh bluesbreaker, is that what it is? Clone. No, it's the Expandora clone. Expandora, yes. And they took that out completely when they made the V2. The boost? Yeah, the clean boost is just gone. It wasn't... Oh, the clean... That's right. Because it was, like, independent, too, right? Yep, it had two foot switches on it, and you could even change... Like, you could swap the order, and it was really... I used that, like, I used that on that pedal way more than the actual, like, drive section. So and how how is the Panther Cub worse? Um, hold on, talk for a second. I'm gonna grab both of them. Okay, because oh, no. I'm trying to, I'm simultaneously trying to find Aaron Hubbard. Talk about. Uh, I'm trying to find him too. Talk about one of our sponsors. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Let's talk about Gun Street Wiring Shop Shoppy. Okay. Let's. Based in the UK. Wait. Hugh O'Kane, based in the Hugh O'Kane. Hmm. They make great wiring harnesses with quality parts and cool little features. They turn your Stratocaster into a Moracaster. They turn your P-Base into a Poo Base. (laughs) Sorry, Aaron, we're struggling here. (laughs) They'll turn your SG into a OMG. They'll turn your they'll Les turn Paul your dinky into a, into a girthy. Oh, donkey I like that. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Josiah's laugh was like perfectly timed for that. <laughs> he laughed because I said donkey. <laughs> <laughs> I like that kid. I think we'd get along. <laughs> All right. Funny so the Panther Cub. The Panther Cub V1 has the following features. On the top, input, output, nine volt. Wait, top top jacks? You say? Yes. Ooh, Ooh. input Tell and an output on the top. Now we're talking. And a switch, and it has a little switch that they call the roar switch that goes from like crazy oscillation to more controlled. Um, this is a delay pedal, and so the oscillation it has like modulation. Yeah, it's an anal. Well, it's an analog delay, so it just like repeats over and over again, and like self, it like so it's like a feedback loop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, on the surf, on the face of the pedal, it has a mix control, an F back control, which is feedback. Oh, okay. Ooh, I was gonna say a time control, <laughs> which is 
you know, the time. It also has a ratio knob, which you can go from quarter note to dotted eighth to eighth note to eighth note triplets. Um, it has a modulation depth and a modulation speed control. Aaron, these sound like good features. I don't know why you're so down on this. Well, this is the volume, the version one. Those it also has a colors. bypass switch and it also and then a tap tempo switch. Um, it's in a it's in a 1590 BB so the enclosure, tap which is, is like wide. the classic double size enclosure. You know, um, the party similar to Pelotar. Yes, it's it is the same as both of those. It's oriented the yeah. way that the Pelotar is oriented. Exactly, it's on its side with top jacks. You know what I'm talking Correct. about, Phil. It also has side jacks, though. Ooh. On one side, it has a tap and expression jack. On the other side, it has an effects loop jack. So you can put any pedal in there with like a stereo TRS splitter, and that that pedal will affect the repeats only. I like to think that if someone is reading like the transcript of this podcast, they think you're saying like it has an expression jack. <laughs> it has a top <laughs> jack. I don't like your expression jack. It's got an input and an output jack. I do really like the color of the new pedal. It's are the they, same, but slightly brighter. <laughs> I can't tell if that's just because it's new or if it's like. <laughs> You're just going to leave it at that. I really like the color. It's the same. <laughs> it's the same. <laughs> nice work on that. I like the color of the old pedal just as well. <laughs> it's like the same color, but like a different batch. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, totally. Like a different lot number. And it's um, like baby blue, like sonic blue kind of thing, right? Or is it more like Daphne? No, it's, it's, a baby it's like sonic. a sonic blue, yeah. Sonic baby. Ooh, baby sonic? So, the new so Panther Cub, sonic. the version I have 2. some drawings I've done of baby sonic. It says Panther Cub V2 on it, has some changes. First of all, it's in a smaller enclosure. Um, it's in like your standard single size enclosure. 50-50 enclosure. Yeah. Is that pedal really thick? You know, some of them are like taller than others. Yeah. This is one of the tall ones. Um, but it is the same as... You mean like the shoes that Vin Diesel wears? Yeah, it's got lifts. Yeah. So here's what they did. They took the modulation controls off the surface of the pedal, and they added these two little switches on the side, um, that's which what is an on-off switch for the modulation and a speed switch for the modulation. So the actual like um, rotary controls, you know, like knobs, are, are no longer there. Instead, you have a speed high low and on off and there's no depth control so when i turned it on to play with it the depth is like super wobbly it's like way more modulation than i would want on my delay um, which some people might like but anyway so that was kind of a downside for me it also That's a is a huge missing, downside it's also missing or they removed the because they put those on the side now it doesn't have the effects loop anymore which was always like a cool thing with yeah with that pedal um so i mean that one that's not like a huge deal but it is like a cool thing that's no longer there right uh but then they added a volume knob to it on the surface which basically just like gives you a volume boost overall not like of the repeats only but like of your signal too which is and you can't. It's not like, like you can switch it. Useful. It's not like you can switch it on or off. It's just like a master volume for your board, I guess. Yeah, it's really weird. So it's just like an extra volume control. 
if you turn your delay pedal. if you turn the pedal off if you bypass it the volume boost goes away right or the volume cut yes okay i could see that because some isn't the carbon copy known for kind of i mean i know it like sucks a lot of high end but doesn't isn't it also known for just kind of reducing your level in general i think so but the thing is like i don't remember the panther cup doing that yeah so it's like they're solving a problem that didn't exist yeah or maybe you did and i just didn't notice it maybe that was the problem all along is like <laughs> you were saying it's not passing any signal and in reality it's just because analog delays lower your signal slightly and then Could the lights be? just flash yeah and the lights just flash oh yeah that's true i think all those things are explainable so I assumed that there was like modulation controls inside for like um, the depth control. That does not appear to be the case. It just makes like I don't. They must just be so much cheaper to make or something. Because it's already the tap tempo. The switch on the top is tap tempo, right? The second switch still. Yes. Yeah. So you end up with this pedal with two switches that are very close to each other. So it's not like, and with top jacks. So ostensibly you're jamming this right next to another pedal. Yeah. Oh would, yeah. It still has top jacks, which would make it harder to use. The other the, thing that's weird is now the, so the power supply on the original one was, or the power jack was like, um, mounted to the box. Yep. The new one is PCB mounted. Yep. That's a new, you see that on a bunch of them and it sucks because it's like it, it makes sense why they do it that way because it's cheaper. They can just mount it on the PCB and then and then slide the whole PCB into the box. Right. That makes sense. But it's super it's not as robust. It's weird. Of course, if it's less robust than your old one, it's not like your old one was particularly <laughs> robust. It broke three times, you know. <laughs> Also, so I'm looking at the inside, and I feel like this has to be a typo. So you know how they put, like, little clever things on it? So one says Panthera would have been a great band name, which maybe, probably not. But also, like, Pantera is already a band. and Yeah, I think that's, like, the joke. Supposed to yeah. be a joke. Um, but the other one says, it says, I think it's supposed to say pardon us while, you, while we sell you this delay. Which I don't know what that... <laughs> But it says Pardus, Pardus us. Hmm. Pardus us while we sell you this delay. How's it spelled? As if you like turn change the on in pardon to us. P a r d u s. Is that a like? Is that like a type of panther cub? Pardus us while we sell you this delay. I have no idea. It's really weird. Apparently, Pardus is a browser game, and it's a an operating system. There's also Pardis Capital Management. Ooh, it's mm-hmm. uh, Saint yeah, Pardis is the patron the saint of Lorino, Italy. I think Pardis is a black panther. Yeah, yeah. African leopard. African American leopard. But that's so weird. That is very Pardis. obscure. Pardis us while we sell you this delay. Like the joke is bad because it's like okay, I could see if there was like an obvious thing you'd be saying about this pedal that had pardon in it but like no one would ever say pardon us while we sell you this delay (laughs) yeah so they're 
like they're adding a joke onto a joke that doesn't exist to begin with. It's weird. Anyway, all and that nobody to say, knows, and literally nobody on the planet knows that that's what Pardis means. Yeah, it's uh, apparently a leopard is called Panthera Pardis. Yeah, but again, so this is like a super nerd joke, is what we're saying here. Yes, but then they have Panthera and Pardis yes. split. Oh, but then also the cat on the surface on the front of the petal is not a leopard. It's it has not no a spots. leopard. It's a black no panther. Spots. Oh, apparently. A m- oh, and then it also has um, the other added control is the EQ control. Which is also weird because it doesn't just affect the repeats. It affects your dry signal too, which is weird to me. Yeah, that is weird. Why? Like... Especially if it doesn't, it doesn't affect your dry signal when it's off. Yeah, or like at least it doesn't not, seem to. Maybe it does, and I'm just like I could picture having an EQ, like having an EQ pedal for your signal is normal, but I wouldn't expect that to come from my delay pedal. Yeah, that's weird. Anyway, so I have the new one. Um, I'm probably going to sell it just because I don't want it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I I will say this. It's That's a valid a crazy, reason to sell it. It's been a crazy like thing having all this, but I do appreciate the fact that like they honor their warranty even if you like are not the original owner. That's still pretty cool. And I have no problem with their customer service, but like how many times do you have to repair a pedal before you just like offer to send a new one and not like make someone ask for or it. also like even like it was broken out of the box the first time and then it was broken in the same way so it's obviously the same pedal yeah and like they're testing like i would expect the testing if you get a pedal back for repair to be like a hundred times more rigorous than just a normal pedal that's going out the door right like I would be absolutely sure if a pedal came back for warranty repair that it did not have issues and they sent the same pedal out twice with the same issue. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Seems insane. Uh yeah. I like this pedal. I like the V1 better. So I was kind of bummed to get a new one. But oh well. C'est la vie. You guys didn't say it. Say lovey. No, lovey. You're supposed to say lovey. Oh, oh. lovey. Thanks for friendship. Oh. Lovey. <laughs> no, because we yeah. also got to mention. What are we supposed to say? This episode is also finally sponsored by the Gabriel, Gabriel Tenario String Company. Bridge to Nut Ropes. Uh, the best in the biz. I honestly, I've had the same strings on my Telecaster for like, I don't even know how long. I would say at least 16 months. And I play it. Like, I don't gig with it a ton, but I play it several times a week. So it's gotten a lot of use, and those you've strings still sound really good. You've had them since before you even owned a Panther Cub. <laughs> yeah, that's how long that's it's a been. long time. <laughs> that's how I take you Also, straight. I borrowed this uh, double barrel from my friend. Like, I switched him for the Panther Cub, so now I have three JHS pedals on my desk right now, which is really disconcerting freaking sell out dude 
JHS Gabrielle, he'll take you straight products. from bridge to nut. Right? Dude, he will. Yeah. Okay. And Six to that, midnight. For that, I say thanks for friendship. Get the get the pure nickel strings. If you haven't tried them, you need to try them. They are, I would say, a total game changer. If you play electric guitar, you need Gabriel Sonoro strings. Period. And if you don't play electric guitar, what are you even doing? And if you play acoustic guitar, you also need to try them. Yeah. Guys, thanks for friendship. 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 And and hey, thanks for friendship. Hey, for for Phil Eisenhower, I'm Cole Duke. For Cole Duke, thanking, thanking I'm you Aaron for friendship. Thanks for friendship. For Aaron to be well, I'm Aaron Hubbard. <laughs> thanks for friendship. <laughs> We gotta find that guy.